Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed, leaving a star rating and review on iTunes, never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. And as you probably realized on the last episode, if you heard it, I did that code episode, and when you wrote all the songs out and grabbed the first letter officially of each song, it spelled out, got married. Yes, I am a newly and very happily married man, and the show's over. No, I'm just kidding. Um, decided this week. Also, we meant to do this show last week, and I say we because I am actually joined as coincidence would have it this week by my new, lovely, charming, sexy wife, Nola. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Yes, and the reason she was going to be on the show last week, which we're recording now this week, is because it was a birthday last week, so all fun stuff happening at once. And there's plenty of things to do when she comes on the show, so we're basically just kind of going through a checklist of themes that suit Nola pretty well. So for this one, since we have a full list of songs for this particular theme, it's going to be particular events in history that coincide with Nola's birthday, which is December 7th officially for those of you keeping score. So are you excited about the idea of your birthday in history, not just on the year, but as it pertains to the date itself? Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, I love my birthday. Um, I think it's you know, the best day of the year. But, I mean, that's just me. Yeah, and a lot of cool, interesting things happened. Some really crazy, tragic historical events. Some cool birthdays we're going to talk about as well. And also talk a little bit about the year 1986 in which you were born. So a little bit of everything today here for December 7th, officially. Let's start off the show here. Going back in history, December 7th, 1972. I don't know how many negative years that would make you. That makes me negative seven. But, yeah, we'll just I, go from I there. I can't do the math. It's 14. 14. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that day, December 7th, 1972, the last ever Apollo moon mission was launched, using the name Apollo officially. They stopped at 17, which Chicago probably should have done, too. Yeah, that's right. You're just staring at me blankly. Music fans, real hardcore music fans get that joke. Okay. I mean, gasp. <laughs> ah. Uh, but to coincide with that news event, I figured um, cracking a little bit of the code from uh, the last time I did the intro where it got counted down using different songs. This is the aforementioned number five entry on the old intro. Yes, that's where it comes from. So I'm going to play you Adamant's song called Apollo 9. Hey, hey, what do you say? Had me a woman, she ran away. Woman, 
single released uh, in the fall of 1984, which uh, officially came out on a record, Viva La Rock in 1985, a whole year later after its release. The Brits did it very weird even as of the early 80s. But that was Adam Ant with Apollo 9. Hope you enjoyed that. Nola, did you enjoy that? I enjoyed that very much. I like Adam Ant. Yes. What was your, what's your extent of Adam Ant uh, knowledge or venture there? Um, um, he's British. Um, he does, he does that song called Apollo 9 that we just heard off Viva La Rock and, um, and Goody Two Shoes and that's about it. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's really all that I need. If everything else is as good as that, then I should probably listen to it. But if it's not, then I just want to stay, you know, in the dark and just have this really good, uh, vision of him in my head. No, he's consistently fun. I definitely recommend people... Uh, that's probably where you may want to stop is Viva La Rock, and then you're pretty much good after that. That That's what I think, at least. Not that this other stuff is bad, but it's not as good. That's just how it goes sometimes. All right, we're moving on here. December 7th, 
going to talk about a, a really crazy, tragic thing that happened, which plays into me being a little bit dark-humored, which I can be at times. On December 7th, 1946, about the time my mom was born, actually, around that, 46, 47, something like that, uh, a fire at the Winkoff Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia, kills 119 people. It's called the deadliest hotel fire in U.S. history. So, yeah, I, I don't have a... I don't have any really anything else for that, but I just thought it was interesting. I, I you never really hear about massive hotel fires anymore. Well, I mean, there's probably a reason why, but you know, I'm sure everybody in that hotel is just like, we didn't start the fire. Oh, <laughs> it was always burning since the world was turning. Sorry, I had to. I oh. had to. Well, uh, for those of you that just cringed, we're not playing that song at least. We uh, should. But that would be dark humored as well. I'm going to go with this, since it was a hotel in Atlanta. Pretty apropos that we play Hotlanta by the Allman Brothers. Enjoy. <laughs>
All right, there you go. That was Hotlanta. Of course, you got to play the live version from at Fillmore East. How can you not? So went ahead and went with that. I've got both versions, but that's the better version. And while that was playing, myself and Nola read up a little bit more about that particular incident. Not everybody died in the hotel, Nola, right? Right. Um, 304 guests were in the hotel that night. 119 died. And most of those people died from jumping out of the windows to escape the fire. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess technically... Well, 32 people. Okay, yeah. 32. That, that, that's, that's, still a quite a, that's still quite a bit. That's a yeah, lot. Absolutely. Moving on to uh, something slightly more upbeat. I mean, definitely mass death uh, outranks most things in the uh, bummer department. So let's go with something a little more fun. 1869, December 7th, 1869. One of the most famous outlaws in the history of America, Jesse James, commits his first confirmed bank robbery in Gallatin, Missouri. But, but uh, with that southern drawl, it could be Galatian. Yeah. There you go. Hey. Who know. knows? Do if we have know, any? Do we have any listeners know. in Gallatin, Galatia, Missouri? <laughs> if you're from Missouri and you know, please email us, uh, Joey at cnjradio.com. Please let us know just how badly we are butchering that city's name. Yeah, and you know, it's it's just like if someone tried to pronounce our city's name, I mean, they'd probably get it wrong the first time too. So, uh, that all being said, gonna play a song by one of my all-time favorite songwriters ever, 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 and of course, it's apropos for the story we just talked about from his debut album. This is Warren Zevon with Frank and Jesse James. Jesse 
exchange for his parole Took the life of James the outlaw Which he snuck up on and stole No one knows just where they came to be misunderstood But the poor Missouri farmers knew That Frank and Jesse do the best they could Keep on riding, riding, riding Frank and Jesse James Keep on riding, riding, riding Till you clear your names Keep on riding, riding, riding Cross the rivers and the range Keep on riding, riding, riding Frank and Jesse James Well, Frank and Jesse James Keep on riding, riding, riding From the first song on his first album, that was the great, late great Warren Zevon with Frank and Jesse James. Uh, if you heard a guy singing background vocals on that song, that was Phil Everly of the Everly Brothers. How cool is that? So cool. Super cool. I don't know what any of that means. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I was alive when the Everly Brothers were cool. No, no I'm just kidding. Uh, you, you act like I was, but... Uh, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that. Did you enjoy that, Nola? Yes, very much so. Uh, she said that uh, the whole family's here now, by the way. The willow just jumped in my lap. So this is uh, me leaning into the mic, her leaning into the mic, and the cat trying to get some mic time, too. So it's really crazy up in here. Very little space here at the C&J Radio studios right now. But that's okay. Wouldn't have it any other way. It's a great photo if we had a like a webcam or something, but oh. uh, we'll take one in a minute. Yeah, we'll we'll take a selfie and put it on the website. Yes, we'll we'll do that during this song. Next of it, we're going to talk about from December seventh. I hope everybody's enjoying this, not knowing what's coming next. Uh, December seventh, nineteen eighty eight, in Armenia, the Spitak earthquake or Spitak. I'm not sure. S p i t a k, Armenian earthquake. Measuring 6.9 on the Richter scale, kills more than 25,000 people, injures 30,000, and leaves half a million people homeless out of a population of 3.5 million. That's quite a chunk of population there. Earthquakes suck. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just roll oh. the dice, depending on where you live. You know, We're starting to get earthquakes here and. And, and DFW, which is ridiculous. Um, I'm I'm not saying that our earthquakes are due to all the oil fracking, but um, if I had to take a scientific guess, I would say that all of our earthquakes recently have been due to oil fracking. Very bad thing. Probably, especially the Texas ones, for sure, that we're starting to get trickled in. I mean, we're not getting anything huge. It's just like bloop. We, and it's like they're like, you know, twos, you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we're, we're definitely not... You know, definitely not Armenian Six, earthquake scale. Yeah, um, not but, California or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's nothing terrible. It's not Godzilla stomping and shaking everything and uh, causing destruction. But um, it's the equivalent if Godzilla was like right at the top of the border and he took one footstep into our state, and that's basically what it feels like. Probably, if I had to guess. So that's it. So don't weep for us, but yeah, stop the fracking. 
but in light of that, we're going to play this song, a band I don't play nearly enough on the show, a band I really like a lot. And they put a new record out last year, which I've still yet to hear uh, since they got back together. But their initial three albums, I think, are completely awesome, and you should listen to them all. This is off of the third record called The Hogacy. This is Space Hog with Earthquake. you liked that i was nerding out quite a bit during that song so i'm gonna see how good of a short-term memory nola has so take it take it away okay so that was space hog from the album hogacy from 2001 uh it it was called earthquake and the end part uh was ace of spades except that they said peas and toast which is weird there you go. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, Nola. You're welcome. Yes. It's like, it, you made it sound like I have like a gun to your head when you do that, like we're on radio, no, but you no, just have never, a gun to your head. Never. No, not at all. Not, none. <laughs> don't, don't send help. 
Don't call the cops. We are we are very happy here. Okay. I am not reading off of cue cards. <laughs> Definitely not cue cards, that's for sure. Alright. Why didn't they call it 2001 A Space Hoggacy? Because that's it probably... was oh, from 2001, They Are Space Hog, and then they just called it Hoggacy. They missed out. Wow, you blew my mind. That's obviously why they called it that, but they should have put added to the title. That would have really nailed it. Wow. Alright. Would they have to give Kubrick money? I, I don't think so. I think in parody case, I don't think you have to pony up money. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe that's why the that's that's probably they probably did title that, and the label probably said no. If I had to guess, stupid labels. Yeah, we'll blame it on the labels. Yeah, fuck you, labels. <laughs> Go to uh, hell. <laughs> Kiss my butt. <laughs> All right, <laughs> love it. Uh, the year before that, 1987, on December seventh, uh, Pacific Southwest Airlines flight number one seven seven one. Crashes near Paso Robles, California. I don't. We've probably flown over that. I'm not sure. It says it killed all 43 people on board. Just like small planes. Just like Bill Burr talked about yeah. last night. Watch Bill Burr's new Netflix special. It's awesome. Uh, anyway. But uh, the reason that it crashed. Yeah, that's uh, what I wanted to talk about because it's really <laughs> crazy. Check, so go ahead. F- finish it. So, so apparently a disgruntled passenger shoots his ex-boss that's traveling on the flight. Then he shoots the pilots, and then he kills himself. Yeah. So it's triple murder-suicide. Yeah. But the only thing that I want to know is, did he get fired on the plane, or was he fired before, and then he got on the plane to follow his boss and then shot him? Like, I, why wouldn't you just shoot him in the airport? Come on, don't be a dick. Yeah, I mean, he really went all in. To, I mean, that that's, that's terrible and horrible, but wow. The, all I can really say is wow about it. It's, so, it's, it's fucked up. So, I mean, okay, so 43 on board, minus him as a suicide. Does he get 42 counts of murder? Does well, he... posthumously, but they're not going to charge him if he's dead. They, they can't even charge his family for that because they're not in on it. Can they bring him back to life and then shoot him and then hang him and then kill him? That would be nice, you know, but yeah, I got nothing. I mean, I'd, I don't know. That's just weird. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, he was, I think it looks like he was an on-air, like, you know, attendant. It says he was a... He was a for, ticket agent. Yeah, U.S. Air is what it was. A parent company of PSA. So there you go. Uh, he got fired for stealing money from the uh, cocktail uh, waitresses. Not even a lot. It was petty theft. It was $69. Who the fuck steals $69? No, they, they said that he's been, he said he was suspected of... Uh, Stealing a total of, of thousands of dollars, uh, you know, over time. So there's that too. So that was the time he got caught. Okay. okay. Well, then he also did it stupid. You don't. Yeah. You don't go for a little bit of a time bullshit. No, it's one big score, <laughs> all or nothing, and then you're out. Well, he 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 got that down in the murder department for sure, but not so much in the uh, thievery department. So. <laughs> So, so is he a really good thief or a really terrible thief? Uh, obviously a bad thief, but a, the heck of a planner, I guess, in some ways. But anyway, that all being said, the song I'm going to play to represent it, a uh, band I've never played on the show, and like most people my age, probably only know this band from the movie The Decline of Western Civilization Part Two: The Metal Years. Uh, it's a band from Detroit called Seduce. And uh, they wrote this about a plane crash, so why not? This is Crash Landing by Seduce. Turn it up.
right. I hope you enjoyed that one out there. Maybe you never heard that before. Who was that, Nola? That was Seduce. They are from Detroit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can do this for every track. Sure. Um, I forgot everything else. Okay, so that was off Too Much Ain't Enough uh, from 1988. Uh, I was just telling Joey that I don't know how I really feel about that, but it it it's not offensive. I kind of like it. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to have to go listen to more. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, I was, I was surprised that, I don't know, maybe it's because I remember their segment in decline and they got a good, like five to 10 minutes on screen, which, you know, should have been a big deal for them, but they never really ascended after that. But most people that got profiled in that movie as a, like kind of a newer band didn't really go anywhere, which is kind of weird. Uh, nowadays, that would be completely opposite. Most documentaries really help bands, but you know, I guess documentaries weren't as big of a thing back then, so maybe that's why uh, only metal fans really saw the Decline movie. But nowadays, everybody would kind of see it because it'd probably be on Netflix or something else, you know. Yeah, but, if I mean, if that showed up in the Netflix queue, I would, I would at least look at it and give it a half an hour of my life, and then I would either be like, you know, screw this, uh, this show ain't no good, or uh, <laughs> or I'd you know, get really interested and then you would come home and I would tell you all about it. And then you would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know all of these things that you just said. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I do not do that. He does that a little bit. Eh, here and there. Um, I do have <laughs> it on. I did. I was lucky enough to record uh, decline off of uh, on VHS like 10 years ago on IFC. Uh, so I need to put that on the uh, rip it to DVD thing because it's just never going to come out because of all the music licensings that can't be had for some reason as putting out the first two, which I would love. And I don't think she ever did a third one because of that unfortunate uh, circumstances. But anyway. Who if, was she? Oh, sorry. Penelope Spheris. Thank you for being a listener. Yes. Uh, <laughs> who, who is this girl you speak of? Yeah, Penelope Spheris did Decline 1, which was uh, in the early 80s, and it was still in L.A. concerning the punk rock movement at the time in L.A., which is kind of the second wave of punk rock music uh, by way of Britain. And then number two takes place, late 80s, Sunset Strip L.A. And it's basically like what L.A. was and what L.A. turned into by the end of the decade, which is an interesting, you know, bookend to that decade of music. And, uh, you know, I'd always heard she was working on the third one, never happened. But Penelope wound up uh, going on to direct, like, huge movies in the 90s. She did the Wayne's World movies, and she did, like, a pretty much almost pretty much every television uh, into a movie feature she directed. So she did Wayne's World, she did Beverly Hillbillies, she did The Little Rascals, so that was kind of like her thing. So she made her money, so good for her. Maybe she should use some of her Beverly Hillbillies and Little Rascals money to put out three. That'd be nice. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure she has the means to do it, but maybe the whole thing about dealing with it, and like I said, she said she couldn't put out the first two because of music licensing, so maybe that's why... Maybe she lost her taste for doing music documentaries. I don't know. Anyway, who knows? Maybe I can get her on the show and ask her. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on here, uh, we're going to stick with some more tragic news events. We're going to get into some fun stuff towards the end of the show, so don't worry. This is going to be the last of the really tragic things. Speaking of Decline 1, what a great tie-in. I did not plan this in advance, but on December 7th in the year... I believe it was 1980. Yeah, it had to be 1980. Definitely 1980 because of the fact that it's it's just one of those things where it would have been a bigger news item had something else not happen. 
Uh, but Darby Crash, who was the singer and songwriter for the band The Germs, who was profiled very well in Decline of Western Civilization, uh, took his own life. And he was, was roughly about 22 years old. And by all accounts, I said he did it to become famous by killing himself. That's stupid. You're it stupid, is, Darby. I'm glad you're dead. It is stupid. <laughs> I like Darby's stuff, but uh, it, it sort of helped, I guess, in the long long run because people still know who the germs are. So he kind of got his way in a way. But the thing that will make you laugh, Nola, is that mere hours later after he took his own life, uh, this isn't the funny part, but it's just kind of the funny irony of it all, is that uh, you know, John Lennon was gunned down a few hours after the fact. So, of course, who's going to get the headlines? John Lennon or Darby Crash? So, you know, the germs were not very well known. So, you know, a, a beetle gets shot uh, in New York City. That's all she wrote. So, yeah, that's what happened. So he killed himself at night? Yeah, because yeah. Because Lennon got shot on the 8th. I know this because it's not my birthday. Well, well yeah, yeah, no, I know. But, like, he, it was, like, late at night. And I, I, well, I saw the movie, so <laughs> I, I watched what we do with Secret, and everything seemed to be happening late at night when he killed okay. himself. So, so Lennon so gets shot way later. Yeah. Okay, so they probably like found his body and they were getting it ready to roll out in the paper, and yeah, and and then Lennon goes and gets himself killed. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Gosh, what inconsiderate <laughs> jerk! No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I think that's the only time anyone's ever said that sentence about John Lennon in the yeah. history of ever. Well, maybe some of his wives could say that, but I'm not going to get into that. I don't. I don't think they would. Mm, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> to uh, talk about Darby, actually, I've played some germs on the show before, but I wanted to play this, um, really because of the obvious reason. Have Nola here on the show. We got. We should play some women. I mean, it's only fair, right? Yeah. Yeah. How much for your women? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your birthday, yes. Yes, women, uh, yes. So we're going to do some girl power. We're going to do a Germs cover from the Germs tribute album. Really cool tribute album with some great bands on it. And this is no exception. So this is a Germs song called Lion Share. This is by L7. Check it out. Share. 
All right, there you go. That was Lion's Share by who, Nola? By Darby Crash uh, was the writer. Uh, L7 recorded yeah, it. Yeah, there you for go. For the Germs tribute album. I got, I got confused. It's okay. <laughs> I was just having some fun with you. I'm going to have some more fun with you here. Okay. And, uh, you know, especially if your dad's listening. Um, okay, you ready? Yes. Caddyshack lines, go. Uh, I want a hamburger, no a cheeseburger. I want a hot dog and a milkshake. Um, yeah, she'll have nothing in like it. Go ahead, keep going, go. Um, I'm I'm gonna get that damn gopher. I mean, that's really all I got. I got nothing. <laughs> she always does that line. I love it. So I, figured... I never know what I want to eat, and yeah. sometimes a hamburger sounds good, and then I'm like, no, I like cheese, so I want a cheeseburger. Ooh, hot dog sounds good. We've got a Sonic right up the street. And they they serve milkshakes. Well, this is the uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is really interesting because on December seventh, nineteen twenty three, Ted Knight, the great Ted Knight, the ultra villain from Caddyshack, is born. The guy that really does run away with the movie. Well, I mean, you know, everybody in the movie is great, but you can't have that movie without Ted Knight. He's great in it. And as a weird piece of circumstance, he died the year you were born, Nola, nineteen eighty six. So that's why I decided to talk about Ted Knight on this segment. Also, in addition to that, God, I've been looking for an excuse to play this song on the show forever. If you don't love this song, you have no soul. What are we playing right now, Nola? We are playing I'm Alright, and I knew that without even looking at the track listing, mostly because uh, for my birthday one year, my grandparents had gotten me a singing, dancing Caddyshack gopher that sang... I'm all right, and like did a little hip swivel and like moved its arms, and yeah. I wish I still had it. I think it's oh. at mom and dad's house. Can we go steal that from the house as soon as we're yes. done here? Okay, great. So enjoy some Kenny Loggins. Yes, Kenny Loggins. Like I said, if you don't love it, you have no soul. Turn it up because you know you wanna. This is I'm all right. I'm all right. Nobody but about me. Why you got to give me a fight? Can't you just let
in a good mood now after all those uh, down stories we just talked about. Well, uh, I'm feeling pretty all right. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I, I had the best seat in the house because uh, sh- I got to watch Nola recreate the gopher hip swivel during <laughs> the song. So yay me. Already winning here. Thank you for that, Nola. You're welcome. <laughs> Kenny Loggins with I'm All Right from 1980. And uh, not much else to say about that. It's law. All right. Now moving on to something completely different, a different kind of troubadour, for sure. Uh, truly one of a kind. Who are we going to play here, Nola? We're going to play Tom Waits. Yes. And why are we playing Tom Waits? Because Tom Waits and I share a birthday. Yeah. Thank you for bragging about that. Yeah, let's get into that. There's some awesome people on like the December 7th birthday list. I and- have the best like birthday birthday buddies in the world it's completely retarded like okay like ted knight yeah she gets ted knight tom waits i I look around eli wallach larry uh, bird larry fucking bird you know (laughs) i uh, dean ambrose gary morris ravishing recruit yeah there that's greatness right there uh jeffrey wright good actor uh, J.C. Lane, if you're into the porn. Terrell Owens. Yeah, there you go. They can't all be winners, right? Shut uh, up. Better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Bareilles. I know you like her. I do like her. Everybody go check out Sarah Bareilles. Yeah. So anyway, getting to the point. You go look up my birthday, March 13th. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's like like the, like the one of, I don't remember which one, but one of the rhythm section guys from U2. And I think, like... Uh, uh, it's not the good one. It's not one of the names that we know. <laughs> it wouldn't matter anyway. I'm not a big U2 fan, so I give a shit. And, you know, no cool wrestlers that I know of. And no cool actors that I know of. And, like, the only, like, singer of note... I want to ah. say it's, like, it's it's not... Uh, Neil Sedaka. I was going to say Paul Anka. I was like, Paul Anka's cool, but it's freaking Neil Sedaka, of all people. Oh, Aaron Carter. I've got Aaron Carter. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Aaron's party. Uh, well, like I said, they can't all be winners. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to play some Tom Waits now. Uh, at some point, one of these years, Nola's going to do her Desert Island list, as I like to have people do when they come on the show. And that will definitely happen. And as of right now, 
isn't this album on your list? This album is on my list. Um, it's been on there since uh, you put it on for me one night when I was going to sleep. All um, right. You know, I, I heard like two songs and I was out and then I woke up and I was like, wait, what was that? <laughs> and then I had to listen to it again. And, uh, and I've been hooked since then. So thank you for Tom Waits. And also thank you, Tom Waits. There you go. All right, so the title track from his 1974 record. Here you go, The Heart of Saturday Night. Stumbling 
All right, there you go. That was for the birthday boy and girl. You're the birthday boy. You're the birthday boy. Boy no. or girl. No. It's your, no, you're the birthday. Oh, yeah, that's you're it. the birthday. You're the birthday boy or girl. Yes. There you it, go. If you're not a Simpsons fan, then I don't know what to tell you, but you're 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 wrong. And you don't get this reference and you don't deserve to get We award you me. no points. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank you. You're I welcome. like it. Uh, let's move on here. Uh, since Nola was born in the year 1986, getting into some rock geekery here, uh, the biggest debate going on easily at that time was the fact that the new outputs from a post-Van Halen David Lee Roth and the brand new Van Halen, New Halen, or Van Hagar, depending on... I prefer on, Van Hagar. Yeah, I do too, actually. <laughs> so... Um, they both put out their records that year. These uh, two artists are going to close the show off here. So basically, I just kind of rolled through Eat Em and Smile and 5150 with Nola. And I said, pick your two favorite songs off the record. So that's what's closing off the show here today. What's the first one we're going to play here, Nola? First one we're going to play is off of David Lee Ross' album. Um, it is called Bump and Grind. All right. You heard the lady. Play it. <coughs>
All right, there you go. Bump and Grind by Dave Lee Roth. And uh, for music theory people, it's in that nice 4-4, which Steven Tyler always said you could fuck to a good 4-4 beat. And that's what rock and roll is all about. Bump and Grind. Eat them and smile. There's a lot of sexual innuendo there, I'm just realizing, especially with Eat them and smile. <laughs> I, I got to <laughs> So pleased with himself. He finally got that joke. Um, David Lee Roth is so much fun. Um I, I really enjoy all of his stuff. There's a really cool blues track on uh, Eat Em and Smile as well that I was thinking about playing. Um, I'm Easy, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, called I'm Easy. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go get that album. Check it out. Let us know what you think of it. And we are going to go into Van Hagar now. Um, Van Halen. Off of 5150, this is going to be Get Up. Right.
All right, there you go. Great way to finish off Nola's birthday show this year. That was Get Up by Van Hagar from the great 5150 record. Damn it, there needs to be remasters of both of these records, and sadly there are not. So get on it, Rhino. the hell's wrong with you? I want those. Now. Please. Yes. And uh, maybe you're in a boxing gym and uh, got really pumped up on the speed bag for Get Up since it's all about boxing anyway. I know Sammy's a big boxing fan. Uh, so if that's uh, the scenario you were in or you were just working out and it helped you out, then let me know, please. Go to cnjradio.com where you can send me an email, joey at cnjradio.com. Leave a message and comment on the Facebook post for this particular episode when I do it. And uh, what else? Follow me on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, follow us on the Twitter at rockstrax 10 uh, Joey's finally got an Instagram. It is, I do, oh, yeah, I do, yeah, don't I? Yeah, he really does. Um, well, let's promote this also. Um, you, you know, like, There's a CNJ Radio Pinterest right there there is <laughs> so there you go it is which is all her it she, is she did that um yeah is What's pinterest your... still a thing do people go on it uh yes okay you're still going on it right yes so that's all that matters um i, I need to do more cnj pinterest pins for you guys yeah but tell your girlfriends and wives that cnj radio is on pinterest yeah go check it out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait yeah go check it out uh, right. Very cool rock and roll stuff on there. Um, Joey, what's your Instagram handle? I don't freaking know. Rock Strikes 10, probably? One, is it, one word? Is it Joey? It, no, it's Joey Rock and Roll. Oh, okay. So, Thank you. So go do that. Go follow him on Instagram. Check us out on Pinterest. <laughs> go to the Twitter and the Facebook. And subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. If you're not a, if you're not already subscribed, you should be. Tell like-minded people or just your friends that have bad taste in music. Let's help them out, shall we? Anything else? Final words for the year? Say say hi to anybody that might be listening. That's actually cool enough to listen to the appearance that you took time out of um, your day to come on. Um, I'd, like, I'd like to thank Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, uh, Tino Fella. Hello, Tino. Um, uh, who else is there? Uh, Todd Cunningham. Um, uh, hey, Butler. Hey, uh, everybody else who I can't think of. I feel really rushed, like I'm in uh, a Saturday Night Live, like, in segment where I'm saying bye oh, and, like, go, yeah. waving, like, ah, I don't know what to do. Uh, hi, Mom! At least you're not staring at the cue cards like Fallon always did. Uh, any friends you think you can, might actually get to listen to this? Say uh, hello to them. No. Oh. A lot of work that needs to be done, huh? Sorry. All right. Well, on that note, my to, friends aren't cool. Do you well, guys want to be my friends? Most of, most of mine aren't either. So I'm not going to name names, but Jesus. All right. I feel like there was somebody that I like legitimately missed. Like I feel really bad. No, I mean those are those are our, kind of our Mount Rushmore right now. Honestly, so you did a good job. Okay. And yay. no, no, I mean you know anybody else guys that I know that are friends of the show, she doesn't know you as well, and that's totally fine. It's cool. We, I know you, and it's and no offense. I'll shout out to you next week. Which will be, oh, God forbid, Christmas music Christmas next week. Christmas music! Yay, it's Christmas! <laughs> Can I come back for Christmas? Uh, if Would you like to come on for the Christmas show? Would you guys like me to come on uh, for the Christmas show? Oh, no, they're going to say yes. Okay, so we'll do that. We'll be back with Nola and Christmas next week. I, I probably need a pick-me-up for that because uh, work in retail 
not really loving the Christmas music right now. I will get that list of the most unconventional stuff I can think of or stuff that I would enjoy that I haven't heard this year. I've it, already got a list forming in my head. I've got four songs. I'm, I've got, I'm ready. I'm ready for Christmas, all right, guys. All right, all right. Okay, oh. so come come back. Check us out uh, next week-ish when we do Christmas songs. Um, be a few days, actually. I'm yeah, put out a few, few days. days. Yeah. Okay. Um, Promise. Oh, I remembered somebody. Uh, Mark, please tell Emily I said hello to her on Rock Strikes 10. All right. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you on the next one. A few days. Promise. Bye. So the show's over, right? The show's over, yeah. Okay. Um, we need to say hi to one more person. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah we did forget somebody very important. Somebody and, super important. Yeah, I feel terrible. He's, he's, a, he's a great friend of the show. Yeah. So go ahead, because it sounds better with your voice. Okay. Hi, Andrew Jacobs. Yes. Hello, Andrew. Uh, by the way, please go back to Twitter. Uh, you can stay off Facebook if you want. Not that I didn't like you there, but... Really enjoyed you promoting the show via Twitter. So if you want to come back to Twitter, that'd be awesome. That's all I want for Christmas. If uh, if you're listening, so hello once again, Andrew. Have a have a happy holiday to you and yours. Merry Christmas, everybody. See you on the next show. Bye.